I don't think we're heedless on the Sufi Pesk because we're reading all 100 letters of the of the Sarafuddin Maneri's letters uh, on the Sufi path. <laughs> and this one is uh, letter 88 on heedlessness. So by reading this, we're technically not heedless. <laughs> I would say. Letter 88, heedlessness. In the name of God, the merciful, the compassionate. Dear Brother Sam Sudan, heedlessness is not praised in any religion or community. Realize also that a slave does not fall into sin and rebellion unless he grows negligent. It is said that fortune extracts a fine from those who are heedless. It has also been reported that when anyone sets foot upon the earth for some nefarious purpose, then all the particles of the various layers of the earth cry out, proclaiming an ecstatic speech, quote, O faithless and false one, we have been created in order to bear the burden of worship-filled service, not that of sin. We are the ones out of whom Adam the pure one of God came into existence, as well as Noah and the prophet of God, Moses, the word of God, Jesus, the spirit of God, Abraham, the friend of God, and Muhammad, the blessed of God. All these stars of the seven heavens on the earth were decorated by us. When Almighty God created us, he adored us with his own precious and revered blessings. We ourselves spread out the earth. See how well we did it? <laughs> Quran fifty one forty eight. It was uh, with such praise that God Almighty displayed us, and yet we you place your renegade foot upon us. Uh, you place. Remember, we should be your resting place after death. Give us only as much more now as we can. Bear from us, as you can bear from us tomorrow. Whatever lack of consideration you d display towards us now will certainly be shown to you when you are placed within our power. If you do not want trouble tomorrow, be careful about what you do today. <laughs> well, that's a basic thing. <laughs> Should we be careful about what we do today? <laughs> Since this world is the field where the next is cultivated, sow your seed, for now is the time to labor. If you depart from here without sowing anything, you will become the laughingstock of the age. Uh -huh. hmm. It is said that when a person treads heedlessly in the lane of the faith, the accursed one says, Do you not recognize me? The royal patent of my teaching has been affixed to the dome of the seven heavens. The honored congregational sermon of Islam has been read out in my name. I have lost all these riches and possessions, and today stand at the doorway of the law, as has been destined for me. Further, <coughs> place the crown of sincerity upon your head and proceed or turn away for you are not a man of this way <clears throat> when you do not even know the secrets of the tip of a hair why have you come in total ignorance to attempt this work oh.
From the threshold of the Quran, this help is available to him. Excite as many of them as you can with your own voice. Urge towards them your mountain feet. Share with them both wealth and children. Quran 17.64 The explanation of this verse is that every voice that is not of the law is a shriek from Satan. He is associated with all goods that contain even a single unlawful silver piece and with every child whose birth is not in complete accordance with the law. You could say that it has been said, sit at the honorable threshold of the law and make use of the heedless ones as your mountain feet. And if anyone with an unwashed face places his feet in mirth on this carpet, cut them off. Oh, he makes a hundred boasts. My beloved said to me, sit at my door. Do not let anyone enter who does not know my secret. Hmm. It is related that one day Adam saw Satan and said, You did such and such to me. He replied, Oh, Adam, I certainly did such and such things to you, but who did such things to me? <laughs> Look, but do not inquire about my condition. Deal with me as it has been foreordained. O brother, remaining undefiled by any sin from creation till dissolution is the work of angels. Remaining forever steeped in sin and rebellion is the lot of Satan, turning back from sin to the path of devotion by means of repentance and sorrow is the task of Adam and men. <laughs> hmm. Whenever some fault is forgiven through repentance, the relationship between oneself and Adam is cemented. But whoever persists in sin till the end of his life and does not repent links himself to Satan inextricably. It is said that man of himself does not have the power to pass his whole life in worship-filled devotion for. From the very beginning he is created defective and devoid of understanding. The first desire that came along conquered him. That was Satan's weapon. Understanding is the enemy of lust and the light of the angelic substances. It was created afterwards. That's understanding. Unless gains the upper hand, the fort fortress of one's heart falls into his clutches while the animal soul grows accustomed to it and becomes intimate with it. When understanding is born, however, a person will necessarily experience an impulse toward repentance and mortification, which will lead to victory for the fortress of his heart and its extrication from the clutches of lust and Satan. At the moment, you are held captive in the mouth of a lion. Why do you suppose that you are capturing the lion? Hmm. Hence it is that repentance is necessary for man. It is the place where a novice must begin his journey. This is not possible for him without the assistance of a mature and experienced spiritual master, unless God wishes otherwise. Seems you need an experienced spiritual master. The secret of this is contained in the angel's question, quote, Do you intend to appoint as your viceroy upon the earth one who will act wickedly? 
Quran 2.30. God replied, Undoubtedly, I know what you do not know. Q2.30. He did not say that man would not sin. Instead, he said, I know what you do not know. When man became defiled with sin, the ocean of repentance lies before him so that he can be washed and made pure. One should also take note of what Umar said. Quote, there is no man who is not a sinner, but the best of sinners are those who repent. <laughs> o brother, no other creature in the seven heavens or upon the face of the earth was given a throne like that of the chosen one. Yet every hour in the heart of the exalted one, on account of the justice of the divine tribunal, there was great fear. If even a portion of the fear of his heart were to be distributed over the seven heavens and the entire earth, then not a single particle of joy would remain throughout the universe. He was always sad and in difficulty. The inner core of his heart experienced fear in all his varying states, and he tasted the grief of the inhabitants of the seven heavens and the earth in such a way that neither Abu Barki at his right, nor Umar, to his left, was aware of what was happening. This is something of fundamental importance in his heart, while anyone who is clearly heading for an evil and an end experiences ever greater ease. Unfit for the king is the self-conceited man. It is the grief of heart that is pleasing to God. Along this way, self-conceit is never laudable. One's body should be lean, and one's heart broken. Hmm. Our bodies should be lean, and our heart broken. Hmm. It is the sinlessness of the chosen one that adorns earth and heaven. His is the name that is proclaimed as king throughout creation. The beginning and the end were predestined for him, since forgiveness was inscribed for him. He was rendered secure from the punishments of the next life. Everything was granted him, and yet not for the twinkling of an eye was fear removed from his heart. Having discharged his apostolic functions, he would step into the veil of his heart, close the door of existence upon himself, tie the girdle of countenance, doff the cap of prophecy, and loosening the tongue of need and helplessness, proclaim, O God, my sins are great. Great sinners can only find forgiveness in the great Lord. O God, number me among the devout who have been redeemed and saved from the fire. Hmm. When he prayed in this fashion, his heart could find no solace for the affliction experience except in repeating, There is no God but God. It is said that blossoms of grief, here we have blossoms of grief would sprout from the trees, storms of grief would descend from above, the vegetation of the earth would take pity on him, the divine throne would be astonished at his pain, the hearts of those near God in the heavens and of the righteous upon the earth would be snatched away from their own salvation, they would wash their hands of their own sincerity. 
and all the particles of the kingdom would don the garb of mourning, crying out, What has happened? They would be told, Muhammad the Apostle of God is pleading with his Lord for forgiveness for his sins. He is seeking to secure the jewel of his sinlessness from the stain of justice. And someone has given a hint about all this in the following. When we think of him, our hearts begin to bleed, our cries ascend to the utter independence of God. If some order were to come from his domain, then all the hopes of sinners would be dashed to pieces. Surely God Almighty is completely independent of both worlds, Quran 29.6. It is a long time since he visited his punishment on the hearts of sinners and Righteous people, it is said that there is not a single saint or prophet who has the strength to bear the load the greatest of men bore. Would that some of the wretchedness that marks the pain of the chosen one were to appear on the day of judgment. If Abraham is called the friend and Moses the word, it is because of their association with him. For without the aid of his sinlessness, they could never have reached such a position. Despite all this, he was given over to his, this prayer. Quote, to God, do not burn up my heart and eyes in the fire of your justice. Place the halter of freedom upon my neck. No prophet had to bear the affliction placed on me. I have had to endure both calamity and struggle. For I have been set before the inhabitants of the seven heavens and the earth. Muhammad the Apostle God also said, The sin of the offspring of Adam has been tied to the skirt of my intercession. It has been said, God will provide for you and you will be satisfied. Q93.5 As for me, I must travel the way of those who have no way. <laughs> I must beg pardon for all sinners and do the work of all the lazy ones. He also said, Sometimes... I am raised to the throne of intimacy with God. At other times, I am sent to the abode of the violence of Abu Jal. Sometimes the title of witness and announcer of good news is given to me. At other times, I am called madman, sorcerer, or poet. Hmm. He could just be called a poet. Hmm. Sometimes the address of praise, except for you, I would not have created the world, is lavished upon me. At other times I hear, if you wanted, we could have raised a pro prophet in every nation. <laughs> Q2551. Sometimes they bring the key to the treasures of the kingdom to the door of my cell. At other times I am simply a barley measure at the door of Abu Shana the Jew. O oh, brother, on the path of the Chosen One, wrath is mixed with consolation, consolation with wrath. Along this path there are pulpits, but there are also gallows. Kwaja Atar has given us a hint about this. It is necessary to bow one's neck to the command. Except for patience and silence, we have no other recourse. We simply must accede to the way of silence, for our bodies are not capable of uttering even a sigh. 
who possesses anything in the valley of greeting, who dares traverse the wilderness to its outer edge, who those in search of the secret have become so utterly lost that no trace at all remains, not even the tip of a hair. I have revealed thousands of meanings only to discover that silence is the path decreed for this way. Goodness. O oh, brother, the speck of dust is a mine of supplication and indigence. The heavenly beings are awestruck, and yet it is not astonishing that Adam played at loving. What is astonishing is that his sons jumped into the boat of distress and sat in the skip, skiff of calamity. The gracious tongue answers from the most excellent of pulpits. Do not be astonished. They are like ducklings that do not have to be taught how to swim. <clears throat> Even if ducklings are but one day old, the water comes up only to their breast. Even if ducklings are but one day old, the water comes up only to their breast. O oh, brother, know that not everyone is able to drink wine from the cup of water and clay. The goblets of the elect and the ordinary people of the realm have not passed by the store. Even though they are honored servants, Q2126, the wine of his, he loves them. Among the 18,000 worlds was offered to man alone. This tradition does not refer to a wine that is meant for every palate, nor is it a kingdom meant for every area, nor is it a cap that fits every head, nor is it a breeze that blows through every garden. A Sufi has given us this hint. O oh, infidelity, for what reason do the Magi boast of you? Worshipping your name, they excuse themselves from knowing you. Those people in Islam who are veritable hair splitters, due to pride, will not advance towards you by a hair's breadth. Peace. Mm -hmm. Think this is beyond conception? <laughs> hmm. 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 One's body should be lean and one's heart broken. <laughs> How are we going to do that? Hmm. If you want to, do not want trouble tomorrow, be careful what you do today. <laughs> That's all I understood, really. <laughs> Heedlessness, flutter 88. Oh. Hmm. In uh, the hundred letters of Sarafuddin Manari, a Sufi master from Bihar, India, in Indo-Muslim Indo culture, spiritual teacher of the realm, uh -huh is venerated as one of the most famous Islamic saints.